On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Hey, welcome to another edition of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 38, and boy, do we have a show for you today. We have... Somebody who co-starred with Elvis Presley 45 years ago in the movie Kissin' Cousins. She tells us all the behind-the-scenes stuff about the king, Elvis Presley. It's Cynthia Pepper. She starred in that movie with him back in March of 1964. It was released, and here we are 45 years later, and we're talking with Cynthia about the movie, about the king, about Elvis, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Of course, she was also in a lot of other things. She was also Mike Douglas's girlfriend in the first season of My Three Sons, which is available on DVD. And she also starred in her own show called Margie back in the 60s. And she talks about all those things and so much more. You're going to want to hear this because it's unbelievable. And she, like I say, she's got stories about Elvis that you're going to want to hear. So keep tuned for that one. It's coming up in a little bit right here on our interview segment on On Screen and Beyond. And we also want to thank all the people who email us with suggestions for guests. And, uh, in fact, we have coming up in the next few months some of the guests that people have suggested. And we'll be bringing those. And sometimes it's kind of tricky to get these people, uh, whether it's because, you know, they're just not a doing any interviews period anymore because they just don't want to be involved with an interview or uh, for whatever other reason they may just uh, you know might be on vacation and they're not going to uh, don't want to deal with it or uh, sometimes they're on location filming and we can't get them so who knows uh, but uh, it's always fun trying to get them so we always welcome your suggestions you can email us at feedback at onscreenbeyond.com and we'll take your suggestions and uh, we also um, want to remind you that you can always download past episodes of uh, On Screen and Beyond at our website, onscreenandbeyond.com. And you can hear such guests as Mickey Jones, the former drummer for Bob Dylan in the early years, and for Kenny Rogers and Johnny Rivers and Trini Lopez. And he talks about all those go- things that went on back there. We also talk with... Um, Comedian John Biner, who talks about Bob Hope and and all these other, the Rat Pack that he deal, dealt with. And, and uh, it's very interesting hearing him talk about that. We also talked with two separate occasions. We talked with Terrell, Taylor Lautner of Twilight. And he gives us some inside information about Twilight and all those things. Allison Stoner of Camp Rock. We talked with her. Stan Livingston, who played Chip on My Three Sons. Don Grady, who played Robbie on My Three Sons. Edie McClurg, who has been in so many movies and such a great job doing them. Uh, she was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and she was also in WKRP in Cincinnati, and so many more different things that you just want to listen to that one. And uh, you can go to the website on screenandbeyond.com, and you can see on our homepage we have a list of all the people that we've interviewed and uh, then you can go to the uh, osb podcast reruns button which is right on the left hand side and then you can see all those people again and you just click on them and you can download and listen to them so uh, we welcome you to do that and um, we also want to remind you that uh, you can go to itunes for free of course and you can get to the itunes 
version of our show, which on that one, it's an M4A format. Now, if you don't know all the fancy MP3, M4A, all those fancy things, uh, just put it this way, is that if you watch on your computer or your iPod and you've gotten it from the iTunes segment, um, then you can see pictures of when we talk about a DVD, you'll see the picture or, or a picture relating to what we're talking about. Or when we interview the guest, we could see different pictures of them as they were in different movies and different things. So you might want to check those that out. And while you're there on iTunes, uh, we'd appreciate it if you would go in and leave a comment. So other people going to iTunes and seeing our uh, web, you know, web podcast um, they can turn around and find out what other people think of the uh, the show and uh, all the people we've interviewed and everything so if you want to leave a little comment at, on iTunes you can do that for us and you can find us by going to iTunes going to podcast and just type in uh, you don't even have to go to the podcast segment you can just turn around and type in an iTunes on screen and beyond dot com all right no I'm not dot com sorry about that just put in on screen and beyond and it'll bring you uh, to a list of different things, and you'll see us there. And you can uh, click on it, and you can get to our little page on iTunes. And uh, then you can, you know, sort of leave a little message if you want, or just download some of the shows. So uh, we'd appreciate that. And coming up next, we will be looking at remakes right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Well, Remake Madness continues, and the remake of Fame, which we talked about before, is now scheduled for a release in theaters in September of this year. Debbie Allen, who uh, stars as the principal, of course, was originally in the original 1980 movie that was out, and uh, she is returning in this one. And uh, a remake of Battlestar Galactica is heading for the big screen, uh, but uh, it's hard to say what it's going to be like. Is it going to be like the original 80s campy version? Or is it going to be like the newer version? Well, it's hard to say, but the original guy who was involved with it, who started the original Battlestar Galactica, Glenn Larson, is the one in charge of it. So keep an eye out for that one. We'll let you know what's going to happen with that. Is it going to be the original version type movie? Or is it going to be the newer type movie? We'll wait and see. And let's see. Universal is looking to remake 1985's Clue. Now, Clue, of course, is the board game that everybody knows. Uh, was it Mr. Plum in the observatory with a pipe or with a gun or that type of thing? Well, uh, originally the movie had Tim Curry in it, but uh, we don't know what's going to be going on with this one. But they are thinking about remaking it. That's about it for remakes right now. Coming up next, upcoming movies right here on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Well, it looks like Ellen DeGeneres is set to become animated once more. Uh, the last time she was was in uh, 2000s, 2003's Finding Nemo. But this time it's going to be for Warner Brothers in a movie called Dog Show. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Eddie Murphy 
Well, he might be headed to play Richard Pryor in a biopic about the comedian Richard Pryor. And he's a big fan of uh, Richard Pryor, so uh, Eddie might be heading to star as him. And the creator of the DeLorean car, John DeLorean, will be the be uh, the subject of another biopic. And the DeLorean, of course, was made famous as the car in Back to the Future with Michael J. Fox. And Mickey Rourke of The Wrestler is heading to a new movie called Eleven Minutes. And that is based on a novel. So we'll keep you informed on those upcoming movies. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's taking you down to Sequel City. Sequel City, uh, well, the constantly on and off sequel of Superman Returns is moving forward. Well, at least for now, it supposedly has a firm title, but of course, you never know. That'll change probably. But it's going to be called Superman Unleashed. And uh, don't hold your breath, as like I said, on that one. But we'll keep you informed. Ghostbusters 3, well, it's been rumored and we didn't know what was going on, but it is now rumored to be heading for production this fall. And that's direct from Dan Aykroyd, so, you know, you can't get much better than that. Rumors are out that Pixar may be heading into the sequel venue, uh, even though they've always said they've been against it. Of course, they did do Toy Story 2, so they, they haven't been totally out of it. Of course, Disney's pushing them. They want them to do those things because uh, Disney's famous for doing things, sequels, over and over and over and get every penny they can. Meanwhile, Pixar is always looking for the big quality. So we'll see what happens with that one. But uh, right now, it looks like they are thinking about it. So we'll keep you informed on that. And they are already looking for someone to direct the third installment of Twilight even before the second one comes out. Now, of course, if you listen to some of our interviews that we've had, one of them, or two of them, actually, was with Taylor Lartner. And he already told us that there's three versions. Of course, the books, you knew that. But uh, they've already been signed for three versions of the movie. So you would have known that. Uh, but that's about it for sequels. Coming up next, TV on DVD, right here on On Screen and Beyond. TV on DVD, well, March 17th, look for Barney Miller, the complete third season, to move into stores, along with Married with Children, the complete tenth season. And those, like I said, will be coming out on DVD on March 17th. On March 24th, Andy Richter controls the universe. The complete series comes to DVD. You can check it out uh, in our review segment of onscreenandbeyond.com because we had an early review of that. Uh, we've had a chance to look at that one and we tell you what we think of it. And it's uh, on our webpage, onscreenandbeyond.com, and it's under the page that uh, tells you uh, about TV DVD reviews. And uh, Dynasty, the fourth season, Volume 1, is in stores on April 7th, along with The Paper Chase, Season 1. And finally, on April 14th, look for Knots Landing, the complete second season, as it lands on DVD. And coming up next, movies on DVD, right here on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> Well, for movies on DVD, we're going to take a look at some classic movie films. For the classic movie buff, you can look forward to Bringing Up Baby with Katherine Hepburn and Cary Grant to arrive in stores on March 17th. Also look for Steve McQueen, Robert Vaughn, and Jacqueline Bissett in Bullet. That's another classic film. And other classic films coming out on March 17th is Gilda from 
Glenn Ford and Rita Hayworth. And on March 24th, looks for Bond, James Bond, Quantum of Solace, as it shoots its way into DVD. And on March 31st, Marley and Me, starring Jennifer Aniston and Owen Wilson, arrives on DVD. And that's about it for Movies on DVD from On Screen and Beyond. Coming up next, we are going to sit down and talk about the king, Elvis Presley, with Cynthia Pepper. And she knows a lot about him because she was in the movie 45 years ago called Kissing Cousins with Elvis. And she's going to give us some inside information. She's also going to talk about, well, I'll let you listen to it because she, you got to hear this. <laughs> you got to hear what she talks about. But uh, that's coming up next right here. She was also on uh, My Three Sons, and she was also in a, a TV show called Margie that she starred in back in the 60s. And that's all coming up next. You want to hear it. Cynthia Pepper talking about King Elvis Presley right here on On Screen and Beyond. Welcome to another edition of On Screen and Beyond, and my guest today is Cynthia Pepper, who over the years has been on My Three Sons for the first season, and we'll get into talking about that, and also she was on the TV show Margie, and she was, of course, in a movie with Elvis, so we'd like to welcome Cynthia Pepper. Thank you, Brian. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Okay. Well, why don't we start off first with how did you get into the business? I always ask that question, but I find it interesting to... Uh, Find yeah. how people get into it. Yeah, I was kind of born in a trunk. My mom and dad were in the business. My mom was a dancer with Dick Feld and Billy Rose, and my dad was in vaudeville and had his radio show. And uh, a neat little thing I think is neat is that my dad was married to Ginger Rogers um, oh. for a few years. The first marriage was for both, and then um, and I met her years later at the 20th Century Fox. And I approached her. And I said, Miss Rogers, and she said, yes. And I said, my name is Cynthia Pepper. I believe you know my father, which is really stupid because, of course, she knew him. She did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was, but I had a couple of letters written to her to my aunt, and I find that, uh, I just think it's neat. Um, so I grew up in the business. I was uh, born in Hollywood, and we traveled, and I actually slept in a in a drawer in New York. Really? Yeah. Or uh, when I was small, obviously, a baby. And then... Uh, yeah. But you see that in movies, you know, and you, you wonder if it ever happens. <laughs> exactly. And uh, then, uh, I mean, I was told that. And then uh, we went back to L.A., to Hollywood, and then that's where I grew up for my school, most of my school years. Mm -hmm. From the, I guess, 11 years, years old on. on. So I'm a, a product of show business. Yeah. Do you know, do you remember what your first acting job was? Well, I worked, actually, my first acting job, I was four years old. It was on Broadway with Julie Harris. Mm -hmm. uh, I played her sister, and it was called It's a Gift. And she was the, she was 18, and I was four, and she was making her debut. The only thing is, is that Equity found out how old I was, so before we actually opened, they yanked me. Oh, really? So I got replaced at four years old. So, but I mean, I, that was my first job, basically. And then I I studied in school. I didn't work. You know, I wasn't a child actress, so... When I was uh, graduated in um, oops, I don't know if I want to say fifty-eight. Um, that's okay. Um, I did a divorce court and a day in court, and uh, I was a child of a divorced couple and day in court. I don't remember. That was my first 
SAG mm-hmm. uh, show. Yeah. And yeah. then I started at Warner Brothers doing little bits here and there, and then finally, you know, just in a couple of years, started My Three Sons. Yeah. Now, how did you get the My Three Sons job? I auditioned. I read for Peter Tewksbury, and uh, he just, uh, I was, you know, auditioning for the girl next door for Tim Considine's character Mike for mm-hmm. to be his girlfriend in the next door a family and so I read for it and um, then um, he said to me he said it looks like we have a next door neighbor family and I knew right then and he said congratulations and I flew home I was so excited hmm. now when you found out you were going to be working with Tim Considine of course Tim was uh popular from the Shaggy Dog and the Hardy Boys and Spin and Marty and all right. those things. Did you know of him at that time? I knew of him, sure. I thought he was real cute. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is, I was married. I, I got married when I was 19, so I was a newlywed. Oh, and, oh. Uh, we used to double date, uh, my husband and I, then husband, and uh, Tim and, and uh, I think a couple of girlfriends. So uh, mm-hmm. I still thought he was cute. <laughs> of course, Robbie was too young and and uh, so was uh, Stan. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I loved it. I loved it. My dad knew, um, um, oh gosh, he played Bub, uh, William Frawley. William Frawley, yeah. So he and I would go to lunch together, and he'd knock down a few, and <laughs> and I would watch him, and he, I adored him. I thought he was wonderful, and... Uh, he seemed like such a nice man. Yeah, well, he could be cranky, you know. Well, yeah. yeah. But, but I loved him, and I'm for that, and... Uh, and he said, if if he gives you any problems, uh, my daddy said, if he gives you any problems, you have him call me. Because they were old pals. I mean, you know, they were friendly mm-hmm. to bra- uh, vaudeville and so forth. Yeah. yeah. So that was my first uh, introduction to uh, William Crowley. I just loved him. I thought he was great. The whole hmm. cast. <laughs> the whole cast was wonderful. Yeah. Now, then you left after the first season. Was it? I left because I I uh, had auditioned for Margie. Ah, okay. Yeah. Lead in Margie, and uh, I was told there were like 250 girls or young women that tried out for it. And um, the funny thing is, is that, and then I tried out for it, and I went back and read and went back and read and did a screen test and so forth and so forth. And um, the funny thing is that the 20s it took place in the 1920s. That's my favorite era. Mm-hmm. If I could have lived any time, that would have been it. And uh, so I was real comfortable with that. And uh, years later, I asked the producers why they picked me, and he, they said, "Well, the truth is," he said, "is that you weren't that pretty." And I said, "Well, thank you very much." <laughs> and what they meant, I mean, I said, "Well, thank you," and they said, "No, no, you had that girl next door wholesome quality, it wasn't right. as sexy, you know." And I said, oh, "Okay, I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I got the part, you know." Yeah. Yeah. So now the funny thing is that show followed My Three Sons on ABC. Exactly, and, and before The Untouchables. Ah, yeah. So I left uh, one show, and then right after that, it played. So that was a pretty nice spot to be in. You know? Yeah, it was a good spot. And actually, we we did twenty six shows from what I can remember, and I've been told, and we would be a hit now. And we were actually in the top twenty through the whole year, mm-hmm. and we thought for sure we were coming back. And I couldn't figure out what happened. I think. At that time, there was our, our uh, sponsor. We had they had a choice between I think it was Hazel and, my, and our and um, Margie, and they picked Hazel, so that took us off. And then we came on the next year at a different time. Uh huh. And um, we did okay. And now would be a hit, you know, if you do. Right. If you're not a hit in one day, you're off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, but it's all, you know, it was, it's all good. Now, have you ever heard of any rumors of of that show coming to DVD? 
Uh, no, I haven't. And I was told because it's we only did twenty six in a in a season. I was told you can, they wouldn't be in syndication. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have all my episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, I have a friend who's given it to me, and they people buy them off of eBay and all different places, and I have no idea where they get them. I, yeah, you see that all the time. Yeah, late uh, copies. <laughs> it's funny because uh, James Brolin was uh, was under contract to Fox as I was, and. Uh, he used to just do little bit parts, and then in one show he he played. Uh, he was running for pres- class president, and so was I. And so uh, I had a big crush on him in the show. And now you know, I'm pretty big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. Then of course you went on, and you were in a movie in uh, 1963. Was that your first movie, the one with Sandra Dee and Jimmy Stewart? Yeah, that was Take Her, She's Mine. Mm-hmm. And I played Sandra Dee's roommate. Yeah. Yeah. That must have been a thrill working with those two actors. I mean, Sandra oh, it was Dee. wonderful. I thought she was adorable. I I don't know if she was going through something, because she she was friendly. But I hung out with um, uh, the other the other kids in the show, kids, young people in the mm-hmm. show. Um, I thought she was adorable. Um, I had a good time. They made me go brunette because being under contract, they can let you, you know you do what they say, and the other two. Ladies, besides um, Sandra, had blonde hair, so I was a brunette in that. And let me tell you, blondes have more fun. <laughs> I mean, in my case, anyway. <laughs> and and to work with Jimmy Stewart must have been. Uh, yeah, I it mean, was, it was it was great. I mean, uh, actually, the nicest besides Elvis, the nicest person I ever met in the business. I mean, working, I met mm-hmm. quite a few because of my dad. Yeah. Was um, was uh, Vincent Price. Oh really? Yep, he did a. Um, Jimmy Stewart show when Jimmy Stewart had his series and I uh, was on that. I wasn't a regular, but I, I did an episode and mm-hmm. he was. I thought he was the nicest man. Really? Yeah. Huh. And something really happened uh, when I was 15. I have to tell you, because I think it's quite unusual and great. Um, my dad knew a lot of people who were in the movie Giant, mm-hmm. and he was good friends with Chill Wills, and so. One time, I was—I remember, never forget—it was 1955. I got a phone call, and my daddy says someone wants to talk to you, and I couldn't figure out who it was. And then when the person got on the phone, he said, "Hi, this is James Dean." He said, "I just want to wish you happy birthday." Your daddy says it was your birthday today, and I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> I mean, I was shocked because you know he was a star. Oh yeah. As brief as it was, and um, then two weeks later he was gone, mm-hmm. and I just—those stories, you know, always stay with you. Yeah. Those different stories and. Um, so, yeah, I did uh, Take Her, She's Mine, and I did a pilot called Three Coins in the Fountain with Joanna Moore and Yvonne Craig. Oh, yeah. I went to Rome for six weeks and had a ball. Wow. <laughs> NBC uh, backed it, but uh, unfortunately it wasn't picked up. On location, that, wow. <laughs> six weeks in, in Rome, the three of us. This is tough life. Huh? <laughs> tough life. And then Yvonne and I took uh, two weeks after that to travel around. Wow. Uh, while we were there, it was... Uh, Went to Vienna and Paris and um, London, so we had a ball. Yeah! Wow! Geez. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
And then, of course, if I didn't ask you this, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> in 1964, you co-starred with Elvis Presley in yeah. Kissin' Cousins, mm-hmm. and you played Corporal Midge Riley. Correct. And uh, how did you come about to get that part? Uh, actually, I uh, got a call from my agent on a Friday, and um, he said, you won't believe this. And I said, of course, you know what? And he said, um, Elvis Presley saw you on something. I don't know what it is, but I was told he saw you on something, and he said she might be right. They were looking for someone to play the part, be right for this part. And uh, he said, so what you need to do, you get over to MGM Studios. At the time, we lived in West Hollywood. And uh, if you can wear the uniform, you're, you're going to be co-starring with Elvis starting Monday. Hmm. And that's how I got the part. So Elvis actually picked you. Well, more. he picked me, but he didn't know me. And right, but still. A look or something, yeah. Yeah, wow. That Dorsey, you know. <laughs> that Dorsey look. Yeah. Now, how how was it working with Elvis? Oh, he was the best. Really? He was the best. I, uh, of course, was I was a big fan in the 50s, and the first song I heard him do was um, Heartbreak Hotel, and I mm-hmm. swooned just like the other teenagers, and never knowing a few years later I get to work with him and get to know him. Uh, unbelievable, and the first day, um, I went to my dressing room and there were uh, some roses with a card that said to Cynthia Love EP. And of course, I thought right away he had the biggest crush on me. And <laughs> that's not true. He just he did that with all his leading ladies. <laughs> so, and then I and then I came. I remember coming down the stairs and and uh, the assistant director said, Elvis, you know, I'd like you to meet Cynthia Pepper. And uh, I went to shake his hand and he said, Oh, honey, don't give me a handshake. Give me a big old hug. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way he was. He made you feel comfortable, uh, you know, because you're going to be in it intimidated, I would think, and nervous. And oh, I'm sure. I mean, I was. And then he just made me feel so at home. Huh. Um, you know, he was at his peak. I mean, oh, during yeah. this early '60s, he was. He was doing the movies, and you know, and and, and it's been said he he hated the movies. Uh, oh, I never did. saw that. Uh, he never seemed frustrated because. We all kind of felt that he was a better actor than the movies would allow him to be. Mm. You know, they were fluff, but right. God bless them because they're entertaining and kids can watch them now. They're clean. Yep. And we just had a good time. Uh, he was a practical joker. And uh, then when he, he, I'll never forget, we shot the first week up in Big Bear, California, that was supposed to be the Smoky Mountains. And he was singing a song to me. And uh, we stopped because we started misting and we were talking and chatting. And he said, you know, and I'll never forget this. He said, Cynthia, and I said, what? He goes, I don't know what I'm doing here. And I said, what do you mean, Elvis? He said, I don't know. I should be back home driving a truck. Hmm. And I thought, hmm, that's, that's where his mind was. Yeah. You know, the country boy. He, he was never left him. Just a down-home person. He, yep. And yeah. he was just, and he was a good kisser, too. The ladies would like to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good kisser that I kept messing up the scene. So I could, <laughs> yeah. So I could do it over and over. <laughs> That's a true story. I tell people that. It's a true story. <laughs> oh. you know, lately, uh, you were also, um, a few years ago, in 2005, you were in Miss Congeniality 2, Armed and Fabulous, with Sandra Bullock? I just had a couple of lines with her. Yeah? We, you know, I, live, I live in Las Vegas, and there's not a lot of work here. And mm-hmm. uh, so uh, you get you know things when you can, and... Um, so I read for that, and I just had two lines with her, but at least, you know, and I got screen credit at the end. Yeah. And uh, I played a tourist lady, and, it, you know, if you blink, I'm gone, but at least I did it. And yeah. It was pretty cool. I, yeah. I thought it was great. Huh. You've actually worked with some huge I people. Good, I worked with Sally Field and Flying Nun. 
Oh, really? I yeah. guest starred in that with uh, Dwayne Hickman. I played his fiance, and um, I heard heard about Betrell, which was her name, I think. Yeah, Sister Betrell. Sister yeah. Betrell, and I didn't know she was a sister. I think you know it's a long time ago. Yeah. And I went to see her because I was jealous and found out she was a nun, and we kind of you know talked about her ex-boyfriend and my fiance, which was Dwayne. So I worked for Sally Field. I worked with um, gosh, I just saw her name, Diane Carroll. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, she had her series, Julia, and yep. I played, uh, her son's teacher for two episodes. Okay, yeah. And Lassie, he's the best. <laughs> I'm a big animal lover, so Lassie, I guess, during Lassie and, um, well, a lot of the other people I really liked were, um, the Adams family. Yeah. Carolyn Jones and John Aston. John Aston, yeah. I guess, during that. And a lot of the show, Wagon Train, a lot of the shows in the, Early 60s, tip into the early 70s, and then I, I um, stopped to raise a family, and um, and that's that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Now fans can still see you uh, because you attend some of these um, autograph signing. Yes, uh, I do. Yeah. I do. Sometimes I uh, go to LA and do uh, Ray Quartz, um shows, mm-hmm. and uh, I do a lot of traveling. I went to Canada this last August, and they have a lot of festivals and signing autograph signings. So I do that, and living in Las Vegas, I uh, uh, twice a year I'm um, invited to, to uh, meet the fans and sign autographs and pictures. So that's uh, that's kind of what I like to do. I like to, to meet the people now. Mm-hmm. And it's surprising me because there's quite a few people that remember Margie. I, I was very young, but I vaguely remember that. Really? Yes. Yeah. But you'd have to live it, you know, in order to to um, to see it. Now I would love for it to come out DVD. And I'd love for it to at least get on TV land, and so I, we'd have to have a write-in for that, but uh, it would be great. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because it's, it's a whole era, and it's, it's, you know, it's innocent, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And you remember a little, maybe a little bit of it, huh? I, like, yeah, because I, I can remember, you know, I mean, I would, like I say, I was very young. Right. <laughs> I can, but, I mean, I can remember my three sons and, and all those things, and I can remember that show because it was a Roaring Twenties right. show, and I... I couldn't quote you any of the, you know, the right, the, the plots or anything Neither like that. I. <laughs> but I always played younger. I look younger now. I've been told, and I've always played. I played a high school girl, and I was, I had my twenty first birthday on the set. Mm-hmm. So I always, you know, with little braids and, uh, yeah, I would love for it to be on at least like TV Land or something. But it would have to be a write in, and you'd have to get you know hundreds of people, maybe thousands, and yeah. Uh, but I do have most of my episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of fun. I don't watch it, but yeah. <laughs> I don't sit and have a, fest- a film festival. <laughs> right, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I, I've really been blessed. I've met a lot of people through my dad. I met, you know, I've met Fred Astaire and Bing Crosby, who my dad knew. Of course, Bob Hope was real kind to my dad. He went overseas with Bob Hope. Mm. So he was a good friend of his. And I just feel blessed, you know. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my immediate family, they're gone. And my I have a 43-year-old son who I love dearly. And... Uh, and I'm quite happy. Yeah. Well, Cynthia, we appreciate you taking the okay. time, but um, I also want to ask, now, a lot of people can't get to your autograph signings. Is there any way that they can get an autograph? Yeah, let me give um, an address. Uh, it's uh, Living Legends, LTD, 627 Montclair Drive, M-O-N-T-C-L-A-I-R-R-C-L-A-I-R Drive, Santa Rosa, Nine five four zero nine dash two eight three three. That's if they want to get in touch with me, or if they want to 
you know, purchase a picture or anything like that. I'm, we'll be having a website in this year, and if they want to uh, look for that, uh, that'll be great. Okay. So I'd love to talk to the people. So, it's been a pleasure, Brian. I enjoyed it. Well, thank you. I appreciate it very much. All right. Thank you. Well, I can't thank Cynthia enough for taking the time to sit down and talk with us. She's uh, given us so many different uh, uh, inside looks into Elvis Presley and and, uh, My Three Sons and Margie and and all those things. She's such an interesting person, and we really appreciate her taking the time to talk with us. And it looks like uh, we want to remind you, too, that if you have any suggestions for guests, Send us an email at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And we will see what we can do about getting that person that you'd like to hear. And also, I want to remind you, you can download the past episodes and you can uh, see who they are. We have so many. We're up to 38 of them now. And uh, there's just all kinds of stars, directors, uh, music people, people from TV, from movies, everything. They're all there. Uh, Check them out. Listen to them, enjoy them, and uh, if you have a chance and you want to see some pictures while you're watching it, go to iTunes, and you can also subscribe in iTunes, so you don't even have to come look for it all the time. It'll automatically, the as soon as we publish it, put it up there, uh, it'll go to you. You'll get it. That doesn't mean I don't want you to go to our website, of course, because we have so many other things on there, reviews and movies about movies and uh, DVDs, and we have uh, news and uh, in Hollywood with uh, Tim Neely, and Tim has his column each week, and you know there's just so much stuff to the, that you can look at there. We do want you to come back, but you can subscribe on iTunes, and like I say, you get to see pictures of who we're talking to and who about, and and all those different things. So we hope you'll check those out and leave a note on iTunes if you get a chance. Okay, thanks. I appreciate that. And that's about it for episode 38. 39 will be coming your way very shortly. We have another interesting guest coming your way. Hope you'll be around to uh, check it out and uh, keep coming back to the website. Till next time, this is Brian saying take care. (laughs) 